0: is going on everybody this is drew here i want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of phoenix down this is phoenix down episode number 40.0 no 40.1 i have lost my mind but that is okay because that's what these games will do to you tonight i have with me my cohort matthew quinn hello hello and we are continuing our trek through the insane Metal Gear Solid Four Guns of the Patriots. It is a wild ride. It is. It is. It's um <laughs> it's interesting. It's um it's one of those games that just you just don't know what's gonna come. And uh a lot of the stuff that like I mentioned in the last episode, I vaguely remember some of the the set pieces, but I don't remember exactly what happened. Um. So yeah, we're gonna we're going through two acts today, and uh, it's going to be a little bit of a long show, but we're gonna try to we're gonna try to plow through it as much as we can while hitting all the the high points and the main story beats. So last we left off, Snake and Atakan have decided to travel to the. Uh, to where the uh, they believe uh, liquid ocelot, better known as just liquid, his base of operations. Um, they found that out through uh, a message sent by Naomi Hunter, who is asking Snake to please rescue her. Uh, she's being held in South America, uh, particularly Colombia, I believe. And um, so we travel there. And uh, the first thing we see, after sneaking around a little bit, um, is that uh, both Vamp and a uh, soldier from the Beauty and Beast Corps is there uh, with a PMC group, and they're taking Rebels hostage. Um, And then also killing a bunch of them. So... And they're doing it, and I guess this, there's a reason why they're doing this. Um, Laughing Octopus is the one we're seeing, and she is disguising herself as Snake?
1: Yeah, w- was she actually trying to convince anybody? I think she was just like goofing around, right?
0: She may have just been goofing around, but she she grabbed a guy and said, Remember this face. And I was like, are they trying to frame Snake for this? but it doesn't really make much sense to.
1: I thought that was more like when you've got a bloodhound and you give him a little piece of cloth. you know. It's like now you know what it looks like. Now you know what he looks like. When you see his face, the real one, shoot it.
0: It could be that, but at the same time, I shot a bunch of PMCs that were holding those guys hostage, and then they started helping me. So, you know, it was like, you know, oh, it's you, you got my back, let's go, you know, and I'm just like, okay, so I guess they don't care that I'm killing other guys. um Which I have to say, for some dumb fucking reason, I'm I'm playing this game, not necessarily stealthily, but no kills again. um <laughs> And this game is actually pretty easy to no kill people in.
1: Yeah, you, you do get a lot of trank darts.
0: Oh my god, I've got like 140 right now. If I ever run out, go to the Monkey and buy some more. And I'll also pick up an awesome gun a little bit later. A shotgun, an automatic shotgun that um, I put the V-rings in that stuns guys. And that thing will do some fucking damage to your psyche. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah. Um... We will make it through there, and during this time, while we're sneaking around this area, uh, we're getting codec calls, uh, both from uh, Colonel Campbell, as uh, as well as a few other people. So this is the first mission where we 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 finally get Rosemary. That's right. We find out who that is. That is Rosemary, which is Jack's ex-fiance, and we find out she is actually married to Colonel Campbell now.
1: Yeah, that,
0: that's a little weird. It's very weird, uh, and even Snake finds it weird. He's like, "What the hell? What you, what's going on with you and Jack?" It's just like the, he he left. He became distant, and he you know he was shell shocked from from everything that happened at the big shell, and he's he's never been the same. He left me, and so I fell in love with Colonel Campbell, fell in love with Roy, but she's going to serve as kind of like a I guess a support in the field, so we can call her whenever we need help with like um restoring our psyche,
1: yeah specifically, like she's like a psychologist yes yeah.
0: yeah she she's she's good at cooling down snake, basically, and this is where I started getting into the whole stress meter and losing psyche stuff because they really pounded on you in this act. Like if you're out in the sun too long, your stress goes up. Yeah. So you have to go find shade and lay down. And then I found this flower that I can equip, and it apparently restores psyche. And it was really it, – it's one of those things. It's like the system, like the camo system in three or the eating system in three. It's annoying. its It's busy work for me at least.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I feel like it's easier to address because you don't necessarily have to go into the menus. It is annoying, but it's less obtrusive, I think, than the ones in 3.
0: That's true, but it's just to the point where I'm just like I just want to go and shoot this guy without having my hands shake and me missing constantly. You know, if it was if you know what would have been really cool if Snake was like having like fucking flashbacks or something or blacking out whenever his psyche was low, like fucking eternal darkness shit which is relevant because we're going to be doing that for Halloween this year.
1: You, um, sure
0: you Just find that more annoying. It would probably be more annoying, but it'd be entertaining at least. No,
1: that's true.
0: But, uh, but yeah, so the, the psyche and stuff like that's coming into play. Um, and during this time, while we're sneaking around, we also get other phone calls uh, from somebody not using burst transmission. Um, much like gray Fox was or Olga in the second game. Um, Ryden is calling us Um not particularly Jack because we mention Jack all the time he's like don't call me that Jack's dead huh. he's, he's like I'm close by so he's trying to give us advice too telling us what we need to do particularly when it comes to tracking which we'll get into a little bit later so plowing through this area uh this war zone once again people shooting left and right and, and not knowing where to go. God, I got a text message.
1: It's a bit longer of a section than I was expecting.
0: Yeah. For some reason I was like, cause we hit two breaks. So you get breaks. That's one of the good things about uh, this game is the fact that they at least give you a break in between cutscenes and stuff. They'll, be, they'll eventually just fade to black and say, would you like to save right now? Cause Holy shit, you've been watching this for like 30 minutes.
1: That, Coupled with the fact that you can pause them. Thank Christ. Amazing that you can pause.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank Christ.
1: No no other game needs it more than this also.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, this is definitely a lot longer. So sneaking around this war zone, uh, I had the rebels helping me out because I saved them at the, at the beginning camp there. Um, they don't really help me that much, but whatever. um, but we eventually make it to this mansion where um the uh the, where supposedly naomi's being held uh before that i should mention uh we we run back into um Drebin. uh and Drebin is there and he actually goes into a lot of detail on both what the beauty and the beast core is and talking about nano machines
1: yeah, that's another guy who is not short on words.
0: No, he likes to talk in elaborate ways. But this is where we finally learn out learn what the la le lo is. So we've been hearing for the past three games, la Nobody knows what the hell they're talking about. Well, come to find out, nanomachines machines can do anything. You know, they can control you both in body and in mind, including what you say. And if you have nanomachines that are rigged up to the SOP, and you say the word the Patriots, it comes out la le lu le lo, lay, low, because the Patriots don't want you saying their name.
1: That is some kind of censorship.
0: That is dumb. It really is.
1: <laughs> well, it's about the, if you remember, I think it was the second game where I was like, "I just don't buy it that you could say suppress that level of scientific communication because not everything goes through the internet." Yeah. However, if you can stop what people actually say, then you know maybe you do have the power to change reality.
0: Yep. Yeah. The Patriots can do whatever the hell they want now. It was something that everybody tried to avoid, Um, particularly in Metal Gear Solid 2. But we didn't know how deep the Patriots went. Now we do. They can choose what we say.
1: That's true.
0: Yeah. So after some talking with Drebin um, and his little monkey, uh, we continue on we reach the mansion where Naomi is being held, and so begins another long cutscene. And this one, we learn a few other things. First off, she wants to do some tests on Snake, because there's a few things that that's going on. First off, she wants to figure out why the hell is Snake aging so fast? Well, she finds out. Snake is aging fast because, essentially, that was how he was built. So Snake and Liquid are both clones of Big Boss. When they developed those clones back in the 70s, they specifically and genetically modified them to not have very long lifespans.
1: Like the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So they're supposed to die off by the time they're about 50 years old. It's how they were born. It has nothing to do with nanomachines. machines. has nothing to do with fox dye. They, this is their life. That, the snake is at the end of his life. So that's very unfortunate. And there's really nothing they can do to fix it. But she also runs some other tests. <clears throat> particularly on the nanomachines, but also on fox dye. So we find out that fox die, which Naomi injected into Snake to basically wipe out all of the foxhound unit on Shadow Moses, was flawed. Uh, the code that she wrote was supposed to kill everybody, but it didn't, kill snake and there's a reason why she thought that both snake and liquid would have the same genetic code due to the fact that they're both twins and they were genetically modified to be exact replicants but they weren't so fox Dye was programmed to kill that certain genetic code and it killed liquid but it didn't kill snake On top of that, there is a new strain of fox dye circulating through Snake's body. She doesn't know how he got it. He got it somehow through an injection, and we don't know how. Snake automatically thinks, Drebin, that motherfucker put a new strain of fox dye in me. But then Drebin's like, it wasn't me, man. Which, we talk about that later on. But this new strain of fox dye is very different, and Naomi can't pinpoint exactly who it's coded to kill, meaning that when Snake comes into contact with people at a certain point in his life, they're going to get infected with fox dye.
1: Well isn't it also like degrading so it's just going to be non-specific at some point and just start killing people indiscriminately
0: Yeah that's that's why she, that's why I'm saying at a certain point in time basically in 6 months fox die is going to this new strain of fox die is going to deteriorate to the point where it's not going to recognize who it's supposed to kill and it's going to kill people just indiscriminately And every person he comes into contact with is going to get it. So, in layman's terms, Snake is a walking time bomb. And in six months, he's going to kill a lot of people just by walking by them. Snake then asks, well, if I die, does Fox die with me? this Fox die, die with me,
1: (laughs) double die,
0: double die. And she's like, yes, Fox die has been programmed that when the host dies, the virus dies as well. So snake has a big choice to make come six months from now. But yeah, but right now he's got a mission to do. That mission is to get Naomi out of there. So, at this point, frog units show up, they uh, flashbang the area, Blind Snake grab Naomi and take her away, and in their wake, here comes Laughing Octopus, our first real boss fight of the game.
1: It's funny because I didn't remember any of this level except this fight. Yeah. As soon as we got to the, as soon as we walked in that front door the first time, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm not leaving this building without a fight.
0: Yep. So, Laughing Octopus is a bit of a trickster. Um, she has the ability to, um, basically camouflage herself as anything. Um, and she does so invisible. what's that now?
1: But not just invisible which she does that's one of her favorite tricks but it's
0: it's more than that yeah she can also like there's there's a few examples like there's a what looks like a picture of Jesus on the cross she can like press up against it and look like it. She can also mask herself to look like a medical dummy that's standing up.
1: Now, does she mask herself to look like that, or does she just go invisible and stand in front of those things?
0: That could be it, but it's weird how it looks. But there's also other instances like where she hides in a box and looks like a bunch of hoses. Yeah. Because her tentacles are sticking out. Um,
1: and at one point, I don't know if she made us hallucinate or if it was her, but she looks like the Mark II, like a big version of the Mark II running by.
0: Yeah. So she can kind of morph as well, and then um she also looked, she changed her face to make it look like Naomi and was like, "Please don't don't kill me <laughs> and I was like, "Whatever, this is not working um well, yeah, this is where the automatic shotgun and the V rings came into play because when she stood right in front of me, you're gonna get a shotgun to the face made short work of her pretty easily. Yeah. Um, but the fight's not over. Um, and we find out that when you beat the Beauty and the Beast Corps, their armor comes off, basically. And they come out of their, their shell. And it shows their true face and kind of their true nature.
1: It's kind of funny how they make such a big deal about the face, also. You know... <laughs> You talk to those guys or these girls for, it seems like a minute or minutes in in game time before, you know, there's the big cinematic reveal of them, of their face.
0: Well, yeah. Well, the whole point is, and Drebin brings it up after you beat each one of them, these women are supposed to be drop-dead gorgeous. And at the time when the PS3 came out, everything was about how fucking great can we make games look? And they wanted to model faces, make them look great, match them up with the, the American voice actors. If you notice, there was some really bad dubbing in the last few games that we saw. And this one, it's fucking spot on. Yeah. It looks like they're fucking saying that. Um, They did that. There was another game, Final Fantasy XIII, Uh the original Final Fantasy XIII. They took an entire year of development. Just to make the cutscenes for the American version match up with the English voices. Um it it was interesting and it did. It did, they did a real good job with it. Um this game particularly, it looks like Snake is really saying that stuff. So it's um it's it's well done in that sense. And it but, does still
1: look gorgeous. Again, I know we said this last week, but Yeah, it's a nice looking game.
0: Yeah, the character models and and vistas itself look great. But there is still some flat, like, textures.
1: Yeah. Like, and, I mean, the the faces really don't necessarily animate perfectly.
0: Yeah. It still has an anime feel to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The way people move sometimes and just their mannerisms, it feels almost like anime. Which I understand. It's a Japanese-made game, so... But, yeah, so when we, we beat her out of her armor, she comes out and basically just walks to us. Um, and if she grabs a hold of us, she hugs us and our life slowly drains. And we have to do this really dumb, shaking motion. <laughs> it's so dumb. But the funny thing is when I judo slam her, it does a lot of psyche damage. <laughs> so I'll, I'll let her grab me. And just bam, slam her down. And while she's on the ground, pull out my shotgun. Bam, 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 bam. Took her down. I don't think. Do we kill these people? I don't know if it's a different cutscene because I, I I put them I put them down non violently. Yeah, non-violently.
1: I, I I almost tranked them.
0: You always tranked them. Yeah. Okay. Because,
1: because they dodge like three out of every four shots, but that's know, true. It doesn't take too long.
0: Yeah. I can time it just right to where both my punches miss, but that kick always hits them and knocks them down. Um, So um, when we beat them, they curl up into the fetal position and they're defeated. I don't know. Apparently, whatever they have wrong with them overwhelms them and turns them back into an infant. And we get these long drawn out stories of their backstory from Drebin every time we beat him. I'm just like, dude, come on.
1: And it's funny. It's not even necessarily that they give you all that information. It's that it's so predictable. Like you always know after you beat him, you're going to talk to Drebin and he's going to tell you everything. Yeah. Like if they spread that out through the level one time, maybe give us one dump on one boss and figure out some other way to do it in a third time. Like, Change it up a little bit, it
0: wouldn't have been so rote and repetitious, yeah. But yeah, we uh, well, let's see here since I can't remember it. I'm looking at the uh wiki, uh, laughing octopus. Suddenly, she began to experience a lot of pain, uh, bursting. Oh, never mind, okay. Uh, afterwards, uh, drevin calls Snake upon procuring Octopus's face camo, with Snake accusing him of setting him up and placing Fox Dye in his body. Although Drevin admitted that he was spying on him, he denied actually giving him the virus. He then briefly explains, laughing Octopus's history, shedding some light on her post-traumatic stress disorder, which had forced her to become the Beast of War. Doesn't go into detail of what happened to her. But it had something to do with her laughing. Uh, and uh, apparently she killed so many people that uh, the blood turned black or something like that. Whatever. Needless to yeah. say, La- Laughing Octopus is no yeah. more. Yeah. There is something interesting, though, that I remember distinctly remember whenever I first played this game. Was um, Laughing Octopus, that's the first thing I've ever seen in a Metal Gear game. She uses the word "fuck." Now, Metal Gear has never has never shied away from from curse words before, but they never dropped the f bomb. Yeah, Laughing Octopus, she dropped the f bomb, and I was like, "Huh, I guess Metal Gear has come into its own." <laughs> it's like it was weird because I was like, "Huh, they've never they've never said fuck before, but they did it in this." So afterwards we got to go find Naomi. She was taken away by the frog unit and we got to track her down. So we get another phone call from Ryden telling us, you got to learn how to track, man. And let me talk to you about it for about five minutes. Hmm. Um, you know, look at your surroundings, watch footprints or just turn on your night vision goggles and you can find her right away. But there's an issue with the night vision goggles. Apparently certain soldiers can hear the sound that it makes and it gives away your position. Not a big deal.
1: I'm glad they tried to limit that at some point because just having that on makes the bosses easy, makes the tracking easy. You get sort of stuck in that rut where why would I ever take these off? Exactly. The battery's dying and I guess it gives away your position. I wish they had done a little bit more to balance it out. But, you know, you don't have to use it unless you're trying to play easy.
0: Right. So we got to go find him. Um, Just following tracks, basically. Um, There's a few interesting moments there. There's also a very interesting moment that leads to a trophy. I don't know if you found it, Matt. Um, But there's a crop circle in the, uh, in the field. And, uh, when you go to the crop circle, you have a flashback of, um, Colonel Campbell in metal gear solid Two, talking about how he was abducted by aliens.
1: Oh, no, I did not.
0: Yeah. There's, there's a crop circle there and you get a trophy for finding it. <laughs> and, uh, you hear, you hear Campbell in the background, basically it's like, I was on a, a long road one night. And I saw a light come out from the sky. And it was just, I was like, wow, really? They're going to go with this? So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we eventually track her down, which leads to a heliport. Um, and uh, she's being loaded onto a helicopter um, and vamps there. Wait, and is
1: this, is this before the, the mansion where you have to go through the mansion and then through the other thing?
0: Uh, no, this is, um, there there was one other scene that actually I skipped over. I forgot about that was, um, where they tried, um, controlling the soldiers again. No, they do it here. They do it here on the, on the helicopter.
1: Yeah. That part's here by the helicopter.
0: Yeah. What part am I thinking of? Or what part are you thinking of?
1: I'm thinking of the part where you're trying to get to Naomi and she's like in her own building but you can't get to the building so you have to go into the mansion and then go upstairs and
0: and then drop down that's that's right whenever we run into Naomi and she does the test on Snake. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um this part she's she's on a helicopter and um they're loading her up and Snake's sneaking and in cutscene, Snake pulls out a gun and shoots Vamp in between the eyes.
1: Right where he did before.
0: Well, where Ryden did before. Yeah. Um, Ryden accidentally shot him in the head. He was trying to shoot uh, Fortune, but it ricocheted off and hit him in the head. Uh, so yeah, uh, he shoots him in the head, and uh, Vamp uh falls over and catches the cell phone that he was he was with.
1: As he's basically dying?
0: As he's dying. And he's <laughs> he's still talking on the cell phone. And uh, he tells him, load him up. <laughs> I got to take a nap. <laughs> and so uh, he falls over and quote unquote falls asleep. And the helicopter starts to take off. Uh, there's soldiers everywhere. Uh, and Snake's pretty much surrounded. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere... Here comes Drebin in his, I guess, APC. Yeah. Uh, Runs over a bunch of guys, tells Snake to get in, and uh, pulls up next to the helicopter as it's lifting up off the ground, and Naomi jumps onto the, the APC, and they take off. Now begins Snake on top of the APC. Firing a machine gun at both soldiers and gecko coming after us. It's one of those essentially a mine cart mission. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, at least Drebin is a better driver than Eva was. Oh
0: my god, yeah. So um you know, not more action going on, going nuts. And uh we we eventually make it out of the the I I guess the outskirts of the city, we make it into the city uh where basically Otacon is waiting on us uh to in the Nomad to pick us up. So Drebin um makes it into the city and um I think does a gecko knock us over? Something tips us.
1: Yeah, it's either a gecko or it's him you know swerving out of the way of a gecko.
0: Right. But something something rolls us and we roll we roll over, Snake falls off, Naomi's still in, everybody else gets out, um including the monkey. Um, and um we're once again surrounded by both gecko and soldiers. Now we're screwed. When all of a sudden here comes somebody in a trench coat walking up. And it's revealed to be ryden But there's something very different about Ryden. Yeah. Um he doesn't look like himself very much.
1: There's not much riding in that Ryden.
0: No. Uh in fact uh most of his body is cybernetic now, including his jaw.
1: Yeah, exactly I can't really get a good clear shot of it. Does he have a lower lip that is cybernetic? Or is he just missing his lower lip? I, th- I can't really tell from the from the angles and the, that he's got the little like glass face shield in front of his mouth.
0: It looks like he he doesn't have a lower lip because you can see his teeth. Yeah, almost like he has no flesh there, so you can see the bottom part of his teeth, and he has that metallic jaw. Um. And man, so begins the the insane cutscene and introduction to riding in this game. And he pulls out a samurai sword, and he has officially become a cyborg ninja. Uh, a he, cyborg ninja. Yeah, he is nuts. He he is he he is cutting down gecko and soldiers left and right. He is you know he 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 can jump like twenty feet in the air and. Just I mean he, he at one point the geckos wrap their feelers around him like these little wires they wrap around both of his legs and he starts break dancing with so <laughs> yeah. with so much force it is picking up these gigantic mechs and swinging them around and knocking guys over,
1: yeah, he definitely goes Eddie
0: Gordo with them, <laughs> and uh then he um. He starts to face off with somebody else. Somebody who we thought was dead... Has awoken from his nap. Vamp shows up. And... uh, This is when... Ryden is like... Get the hell out of here. I got this. And they just start... Going at it, man. I mean, there's there's knives and and swords... And people getting cut up and stabbed... And nobody's dying... (laughs) It's a
1: pretty well choreographed fight scene too. It looks you know, it looks nice like an action movie
0: style. Yeah. It's I mean it's it's crazy. At at one point uh he catches his sword and his feet his claw yeah. his claw heel feet. His high heel. And he's he's you know, cutting people up with his feet and then you know him and Vampers squaring off and He's he's fighting with knives, too, and people get stabbed. And the big crescendo is Vamp grabs a hold of Raiden from behind. Raiden pulls out his samurai sword, stabs himself through the chest, and it goes through him, through Vamp, and they both fall over. <laughs> <laughs> and the, 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 that that's all we see, kind of. <laughs> the, and then we, we take over a Snake... And Snake's trying to get away from all these gecko while it's tearing through this fucking marketplace. So gecko are showing up. You gotta run to the Nomad that's there. Otacon's waiting. Um, we get Naomi on board. And we get Snake on board. Otacon's like, where's Ryden? He's like, he's still fucking fighting. So we go back toward where Ryden is. And, you know, during this time, they're still, him and Vamp are still fighting. Um, and, uh, they, luckily they were able to recover Raiden, bring him on board. Raiden is fucked up. I mean, he's a, he, he is unlike Vamp. He is, he is not immortal, which, which Snake brings up. Um, Hey what is up with this vamp guy Is he freaking immortal I just shot him in the head And she's like no he's not immortal It's the nano machines. They have accelerated regeneration That I developed for him Even then There's got to be a fucking limit To these nanomachines man I mean when you You lose most of your brain When you get shot in the head There's no regenerating that right
1: Yeah Without oh,
0: without severe brain damage, you know. So we take Raiden uh back to the nomad. Um and that's the end of of, of Act Two. Uh Ryden with his last remaining strength tells us go to Europe and we're like, Okay. So begins the the mission briefing for the next mission. Another drawn-out thing where we learn about...
1: Plane, by the way? What's that now? Who's flying this plane?
0: Uh, apparently nobody. Because everybody's just... Oh, and there's another thing I should mention on the last episode. I talked about the Mark II and when we're controlling it. We I, I said I guess we're playing as 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 um autocon controlling it. That's not true. Snake is controlling it, and if you turn the Mark II around and look at Snake, Snake's actually holding a PS3 controller doing it. Huh. I did not know that. That's just funny. So yeah. Alright. Um mission briefing. Aftermath, acting on Ryden's advice, Solid Snake goes to Eastern Europe to meet up with a one Big Mama.
1: Big Mama.
0: So yeah. Uh, also in this mission briefing, we find out uh, a little bit about Ryden. Um, he is in need of blood dialysis. So, as you can see, he is not really himself anymore. Uh, He has a special type of blood they call white blood, which is a...
1: Generation synthetic blood.
0: Yeah, synthetic blood, um, basically robot blood, uh, that he needs in order to survive. And they don't have a dialysis machine on the Nomad. They don't even know where they can get a hold of this white blood. But... They did a little bit of research, Sonny did a little bit of research because she really likes riding for some reason and really wants to um to help him so she finds out that there is a doctor in Eastern Europe that basically knows all about cybernetics and they want to take him there to hopefully save his life. but on top of that, we also learn a few things. About what's really going on in Europe. We, we find out that Liquid is trying to get full control of the SOP system. The system that runs all of the nanomachines in practically everybody that has nanomachines. Uh, at the current moment he is experimenting uh and that's what the past two times soldiers have went nuts listening like like it almost sounds like they're hearing a high pitched sound um and 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 just in writhing in pain uh which has happened to snake too uh what it is is basically they're losing control of their nano machines and the way Naomi explains it is that the nanomachines repress bad memories as well, basically turning you into a robot. You don't think, really. Um, And when you lose control of your nanomachines, all of the bad thoughts, feelings, and memories that you have while you were under the control of nanomachines come flooding back to you. And your psyche and your brain can't handle that information.
1: It's funny because when it happens, it really looks like it's more physical than that.
0: Yeah. But um and it, it's essentially you you're shell shocked. You, you you just you, you go insane. Um but what's happening is is that there's twice now this has happened in Act One and in Act Two. Liquid is trying to take control of everybody, but he can't. Uh, And we don't exactly know why yet, but uh, something is going wrong. Uh, And we hear during the phone conversation with Vamp, Vamp's talking on the phone to somebody, which obviously is Liquid, and they're saying that copies don't work. We're going to need the real thing. So that can only mean one thing. If you remember correctly, uh, during the Shadow Moses incident that took place in 2005, Liquid was trying to, basically his end goal was to recover the body of Big Boss, his father. We don't know why, but now we're finding out. Which we'll get into in the third act, which we're going into right now. But I want to go, I want to do it in a timely manner as far as like when it happened. Yeah. So we make it to Eastern Europe. Uh, They don't exactly say what country we're in. I'm guessing Russia. But um, Snake arrives there. uh, And it's very interesting how they do it. So Snake's using the face camo to mask himself because they have pretty much spread his face all over the place saying, if you see this man arrest him on site. So he is, he is using face camo to basically look like younger snake. Not the most extravagant of disguises. Not really, but it seems to work for the most part. Uh, and here uh, during a military checkpoint, he runs back into Merrill. And her team.
1: Is it bad that I couldn't help but think of Total Recall at this point?
0: You talking? You talking about with, with the face thing?
1: Yeah, I'm like, oh, this guy is gonna fail.
0: But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, it's um, but yeah, it's he he she's basically running the show with the, with the PMCs here. Um,
1: she puts them in their place.
0: When yeah. Yeah, they're like, Arrest this man. She's like, back off. I got this. I've been waiting on him. Follow me. So we go we go and we uh we talk to her uh and we get a little bit more information from her. Um Let's see here. I want to bring up that i'm 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 cheating and going through the um wiki a little bit oh shit I forgot to mention something during the mission briefing before we go into Eastern Europe um the mission briefing when it ends we get a nice little uh scene of uh hal ttacan and Naomi flirting together or I should nope. say or I should say she's flirting and he's just like oblivious to it <laughs> um very awkward but she uh, she wants to um I can I mean she she pulls him into that helicopter man yep and um i guess Otacon got lucky for the first time since I guess his stepmother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's horrible. But yeah. Also, Sunny and her uh, hit it off cooking eggs. She does cook a lot of eggs. She does because that's all they have. Um, apparently.
1: Too. What's that now? Sunny side up.
0: Yeah, disgusting. I <laughs> I hate eggs like that. I really do. Um. So uh yeah. Uh da, 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 da. I'm looking at this, looking at this. Uh this is also where we find out um to gain access to the uh, SOP system. Um she has or, or liquid has to have a 100% match to Big Boss. So he tried. He tried liquids DNA. He's tried snakes DNA. Or solids DNA. Doesn't work. And both experiments have failed, making everybody go nuts. So he is. He is under the impression that I gotta have Big Boss's DNA. Well, we're gonna have to go find the boss of or the Big Boss's body, and kind uh, of find out somebody's holding it. It's big Mama they're keeping big boss's body in big mama's house uh which is in Eastern Europe, and that's where we're going so um let's see here so while we're in this place, they're gonna send uh riding off to uh to that doctor hopefully um Help him out.
1: Yeah, get dialyzed.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, Snake headed to Eastern Europe to find Big Mama. Uh, leader of the Paradise Lost Army. Paradise Lost Army. Okay. Uh, so, we run back into the Rat Patrol, led by Meryl Silverberg. Um, and they argue, or the the wiki says, after arguing about their respective motives, the two part on a solemn note. So they get into this big argument. Snake knows what he has to do. His mission is to fucking kill Liquid. That's what he has to do. If he wants to stop everybody from doing this, he's going to have to kill him. That's all there is to it. Meryl does not feel that way. Meryl was like, "We got to take him in. You know, we don't we, you're you're acting like a hitman right now and and that's not what you do. You know, we 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 she's she's trying to to play police basically." Uh and they're they're kind of at 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 each other's throats about it. Especially Meryl, she's all pissed off about it. Yeah. Um because she wants to work with him. Um, but snakes like I got a mission. Just leave me alone. Um, and uh, you know we run into we we see we see like a cutscene with with all her the rat patrol guys you know and and Johnny's there and he's an idiot.
1: Waving like an idiot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so begins Act Three. Uh, We take over a snake. Doing the most tedious fucking thing in this game. And I absolutely hated it. In 2008 when I played it. And I absolutely hated it here. So what we have to do is is find out where... Basically the Paradise Lost Rebellion is. Led by Big Mama. So what we have to do is find one of Big Mama's soldiers... Or, or, or guys, and tail him until he reaches the base. This goes on for far too long. There are multiple spots where you have to take out PMCs that are patrolling, and you have to make sure not to get spotted by the, uh, the guy, otherwise he will get spooked and run back to where he came from. Holy shit, I had to do this, like, twice.
1: That doesn't sound like very many tries. Well. (laughs) Holy crap, I had to try this two times.
0: Well, I I failed twice. And the the issue was, wasn't that Snake got spotted. It was that he got spotted. And, like, it it was a part where he goes into the water and walks under a bridge whenever there's, like, a, a helicopter flying over. In a spotlight, and if you stand in the spotlight, like it starts an alarm. This happened like three fucking times with this guy. I'm like, dude, stay out of the fucking spotlight. And each time, I swear to God, this like they'd hold him up. They wouldn't take him. They they wouldn't kill him or anything. That like the PMCs would show up and hold him up, and like you're coming with us, and you're supposed to take those guys out and let him continue on. And, like, it kept happening in the same fucking spot. There was, like, eight PMC guys just, like, all knocked out from me shooting him. He's just standing there with his arms up. And I'm like, dude, come the fuck on. And then he changed his outfits into a PMC outfit. And you got to follow him that way uh, through his whistling. And it's, it was tedious.
1: Yeah,
0: I would agree. I
1: didn't really dislike it that much. I didn't love it. But I really did not hate it. I felt like this is the only time in the last two games where you actually had to be stealthy.
0: Oh yeah. Instead
1: of just going in guns blazing, which you know I I I kinda appreciated.
0: Well. That's okay. So let's talk about when we make it to the base. When we make it to the base Get ready for a very, very long cutscene. Big Mama is there. And immediately, uh, you kind of recognize her. Yep. She's an older woman. Looks to be in probably her 70s. 60s or 70s.
1: 70s? She's pretty spry for a 70-year-old.
0: She's pretty spry for a 70-year-old, but uh, according to the timeline, she's got to be at least in her 70s.
1: Yeah, I would have said she looks like she's about 52.
0: (laughs) This is true. Uh, But she is an older lady. And it's revealed that this woman is Eva from Metal Gear Solid 3. That's right. The Chinese spy who betrayed Snake at the very end, but also told him of what the boss's intentions were. And she is revealed to be not only Eva, but she is the surrogate mother to both Solid and Liquid Snake. Essentially, this is Snake's mother. And we get into basically answering a lot of questions. Who are the Patriots? Well, it goes back to the 60s. Remember Snake and his unit that took place in Operation Snake Eater? Well, those are the Patriots. When the Philosopher's legacy was stolen, it was taken by Revolver Ocelot. And Ocelot, being very loyal to Big Boss, gave it to him, which was basically a giant sum of money and information that would allow him to basically do what he wanted to. So, Snake, or Big Boss, I should say, Big Boss, Eva, later on Eva came back, Paramedic, Revolver Ocelot, Major Zero, and Signet all basically started the Patriots. And they originally started with good intentions. Major Zero headed the whole thing. And he wanted something that could possibly govern military activity in the world. Basically trying to bring peace to people. But when you try to govern the military, it doesn't quite work out too well. Conflict all the time. And he slowly became power hungry. He realized what he could do with the information and technology that they had developed. And wanted to basically rule the world. And Big Boss, he wanted nothing to do with it. He's like, this is the last thing I signed up for. But this is over the span of years, starting from the late 60s to the 70s. And one of the last things Big Boss did before branching off to his to do his own thing, basically what happens in Peace Walker, Big Boss... Becomes part of the project known as the Le Pretty And yeah, I got it, I got it. I got I got it right this time. Um and basically giving birth to liquid and solid snake through Eva. And there was a reason why. Because it was supposed to be kind of a self a, 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 a failsafe. <laughs> um because they had already established a network basically known as what we know as the Patriots now. And Zero, who was always a friend to Big Boss. He was he was he was he was you know, when when they first formed this group, they were they they were the big they were the best of allies. They were the biggest buds you'd ever meet. And Zero basically wanted to idolize Snake, showing this is the guy everybody should try to strive to be. He is a legend; people should look up to him. And we need a legacy for that. But at the same time, he used. Big boss's DNA to basically register and govern this new network that would later later be known as the, the SOP system. And only Snake's DNA can activate it. Or big boss. I keep calling him Snake, but Big Boss's DNA can activate it. And they created the twins from his DNA. As basically, just in case something goes wrong, we can use their DNA, because we all know Big Boss isn't going to live forever, but this was back in the 70s, technology wasn't as good, they didn't realize it at the time, but they got the DNA slightly wrong, and both twins were flawed. They weren't exact copies of Big Boss. But at the time, they didn't know that. So, after the big debacle with the, the beginning of the Patriots, Snake, or Big Boss, decides to go off on his own. Zero has kind of become power hungry. I don't want anything to do with this. I'm going to go off for my own team of something, which we will later see in Peace Walker. And zero, you are, you're out of your mind. So Major Zero is, 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 is and he, he doesn't, he hates it. He's, he's, he's lost everything except for the SOP system. And he continues to develop it to the point where we see it now. It controls everybody. But there's some interesting things that we find out about people. A paramedic went off and did her own thing. Signet. Became the DARPA chief. In fact the one that was killed by. Revolver Ocelot. On Shadow Moses Island. That's Signet. Everything comes full circle. They explain everything.
1: This game likes to uh, really emphasize that full circle nature.
0: Yeah, and they do it pretty spectacularly. <laughs> yep. So let's um. So I've said all that. I want because I want to see how accurate I just said that by looking at the wiki. Big Mama immediately recognized the snake as the legendary soldier and revealed to him that she is his mother, giving birth to he and Liquid in the L'Enfant Terrible project. She then proceeded to explain to him all she knew of Big Boss and the Patriots. Along with herself, formerly known as Eva, and Big Boss, the Patriots had originally consisted of CIA operatives Major Zero, Signet, also known as Donald Anderson, paramedic Dr. Clark, and the Russian spy, Ocelot. The organization had eventually split into two factions in disagreement over the interpretation of a unified world, as envisioned by their idol, the Boss. Big Boss had openly initiated uh, hostilities against Zero in Outer Heaven and in Zanzibar Land in the 1990s, when Eva and Ocelot had secretly masterminded the deaths of paramedic and Signet into the mid-2000s. So let's go back and recap that. Because that's very important. Big Boss had openly initiated hostilities against Zero in Outer Heaven and Zanzibar Land in the 1990s. Basically what happens in the NES Metal Gear and the MSX Metal Gear 2
1: which they do show like some screenshots
0: of they do show some screenshots of but but there's very this is a very important thing that we didn't know up until now. Big boss, this whole time, we all thought he's becoming the bad guy, he's going against the world order, he was going to get zero, who had became a power hungry madman. Big Boss was never the villain holy fucking shit (laughs) so when I found this out (laughs) in 2008 I went huh but then I thought about it and said Kojima you sly fucking bastard (laughs) you've done it again the man who we thought originally turned into the bad guy in the end was secretly doing exactly what the boss did in Metal Gear Solid 3. Yep. Pretended to be the bad guy all the way to the point of his death, but he was really doing it for good intentions. Snake, Solid Snake, David, killed his father by burning him to death with a lighter and an aerosol can because he thought he was a bad guy. Oh, how wrong you were. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking crazy. (laughs) This is fucking crazy. So, after that bombshell, we then get a cutscene of a guy in a trench coat walking really funny, walking into the area. (laughs) So dumb. Um, uh, And then it's actually um, three things. Three orbs with hands coming off of them. Three orbs.
1: Each one with three hands.
0: Yeah. And they they were stacked on top of each other wearing a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> um, And they, they basically scouted the place. They know where we are now. Oh shit. Liquid knows where we are now. We need to get the hell out of here. But at the same time um, there's a van there. Eva takes us to it. She has Big Boss's body. Mm-hmm. And this whole time, everybody's thinking, oh, she's just got his body just like on ice or some shit. Or I don't know, like keeping him alive. Uh, or not keep, not even keeping him alive. The, the whole time I was thinking it was just his body that they just kind of like cry out or something. Yeah. No. Big Boss is still kind of alive. like
1: Kind of brain dead, but alive?
0: Yeah, he he's not even really brain dead. It's just that his body can't do things his brain's telling him. So he can hear and see and everything else.
1: Well, initially they say he's brain dead, and then they say that his mind is actually locked. Like the nanomachines are keeping his mind locked. Yeah. Which, of course, they are.
0: But he is still living and breathing... Without skin, it looks like it looks like if a skeleton and muscle were still attached to a body, but without skin, it's weird. It's really weird.
1: Only down to the torso, it looks like.
0: Yeah, I think they don't have. I don't think it has legs anymore. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's weird, but they're keeping him alive. It's very morbid. So we get that, we got to make get the hell out of here. We get a nice scene of Eva revealing her favorite motorcycle. Let's jump on this motorcycle and go. And snake hold on to mama. And then she gives us a submachine gun and we have to we we do another minecart level. Yep. This time Eva's not a bad driver. Maybe she's been practicing. <laughs>
1: she's had a few years.
0: Yeah. So, um the, the, it's a chase, you know, we're shooting guys and there's the and uh, at this point we're we're seeing that uh, another beauty and the beast core is around uh, or the raging raven is here now. Uh, the we're really fl-
1: trying to protect this
0: uh, van. Yeah, the, the 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 big thing is the van that's carrying Big Boss's body. We gotta keep, you got you gotta hang on to it. We gotta keep it um, safe because if Liquid gets his hands on that, he has control of the SOP system. So we're we're following the van. Shit's going down. All this stuff eventually uh, the raging raven fires a rocket and it hits both us and the van we go flipping run into a building and uh, the van flips over uh, and snake's laying there he gets up and Eva is there and she's got a rebar sticking out of her stomach just, mm-hmm. like, just like she had it in Metal Gear Solid 3 with the tree That's- branch What's that now?
1: It's full circle.
0: Yeah, full circle once again. And, um... Snakes realizes, I gotta square off with this Raging Raven person. So, he he leaves Eva with a gun, says, here, just, just protect the fucking van. I'll be back. I'm gonna go handle my shit. So we go. Raging Raven. Boss fight. Uh, it's... Not very difficult. She's got a grenade launcher shooting it at us. If we get hit by it, we ragdoll like a motherfucker, Um, which is actually kind of funny. Um, And um, she's flying around.
1: I thought this battle took a while. It wasn't particularly hard, but it took me a while to get her down. I think I ended up up just going inside, back down to the, the ground floor of the area that you're in. Yeah. And uh, just waiting until she was came inside the building with you, uh, and that way I could actually get some shotgun blasts on her. Right. Because nothing else I was doing was taking more than the tiniest chip of life off.
0: This is true. Like the, if I found out that in boss fights, the 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 twenty two doesn't do much. So yeah. um the the best thing I, I actually fought her in the top, on, on the top level. Until it said we need to get the hell out of here because she's about to bomb the whole place, and then I went down one level. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just uh, somehow I was able to stun lock her. It seemed like she kept wanting to aim at me, and that's when you know you can hit her is when she aims at you. You can kind of yeah. in, you interrupt that. Yeah. So that's what I was doing with shotgun. Um, but yeah, not not too difficult. Uh, I did have to say that I started running out of rations, but then I realized I had like 12 noodles on me, so I just kept eating noodles, (laughs) which completely fills your health and psyche. Yeah, I didn't
1: expect them to be even better than rations.
0: Yeah. The only difference is noodles, you can't just leave it equipped and he'll eat them automatically. (laughs) (laughs) So you got to go into the menu and do it. So, um taking on um, Raging Raven. She comes out of her armor. Pretty much the same fight. Walks up to you, tries to hug you. Judo, slam, bam.
1: Again, that would have been sort of impressive the first time it happened. But now that you know that every single beauty is going to come out and start walking towards you, it, it loses any impact I think it would have had. Yeah. You know, what what is the point of that extra 2 minutes?
0: The point is is that you get to see a, this attractive woman walking up to you in this outfit. And and once you beat the game and you get the camera, if you play the game again and you pull out the camera, she starts doing poses for you. <laughs> I'm not kidding.
1: Oh, Kojima.
0: Yep. So after beating her, get another call from Drebin. This is her backstory, blah, 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 blah. Um, and um, we go back down to Eva. Eva tells us, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. That van is a decoy. It's not the real van. Real van's probably on its way to the, the harbor now. Going to be going down river with the body We might want to get there (laughs) So we We carry Eva To the docks And when we arrive there Well Unfortunately Liquid's already there
1: This is one of the big moments Of this whole game
0: Yeah. This cutscene Holy shit
1: In a game full of big moments
0: yeah. This cutscene is, is both epic in scale, but also so long. But yeah. But when after seeing this cutscene again, I was like, damn, I forgot how pretty fucking epic this game is.
1: Yep. I was going to say, I remember liking it the first time, but I, I, I do feel like I have a bit more appreciation for the game this time. Right. Like when Eva calls him Adam. Yeah. I was like, oh, I... I don't remember that particular line the first time I played it, but I guarantee that I didn't get that it was she called him Adam, and that was Adam from uh, Metal Gear 3. Yeah. I guarantee I didn't get that the first time. So I do think that this game is is a bit more enriched for having played all the other games so recently.
0: So I'm going to do this again like I did with the Eva talk. I'm going to try to say in my own words what happened. And then I'm going to read from the wiki what happened. So unfortunately, Liquid beat us to the docks. And he has the body of Big Boss. On top of that, he also has Naomi. But it seems like Naomi is there by her own volition. Oh, good. Naomi betrayed us again. Shocker. We need to stop trusting this woman. So, I don't know how this shit is activated exactly, but pretty much instantly, he has control over SOP. But there are there are some stipulations. What's that now?
1: I think that's through his nano machines.
0: You know. Yeah, I guess that's how it works.
1: Interface through some kind of network.
0: So, uh Snake decides he wants to take on Liquid. Let's do this shit. And Liquid's there basically comparing himself to Big Boss. Yeah, you know, he's he's sitting there smoking a cigar. Yeah, you know, he's like he says, "Yeah." I'm the one it's supposed to be. Yeah, you know, that's the that's the epitome of liquid. Is it liquid? Always said that he this was supposed to be his birthright, and and Snake stole it from him. Yeah. And he said all this shit was coming to me, and now I'm making it a reality. And uh, he said I'm gonna be the legendary soldier, not you. And so Snake tries to seek you, see him. No, sorry, Snake, can't do it. And <laughs> uh, liquid grabs Snake's knife and stabs him in the freaking shoulder with it, and then starts zapping the shit out of him with it. Which I have to mention because I, I, we got an email from Jamie, and Jamie asked particularly. She said, "I don't remember Liquid being electrified. It wasn't Liquid. It's his stun knife. So his knife has it. It can be lethal or it can be non-lethal with a stun." And that's what he's been doing. He's been activating the stun. And he beats the living shit out of a snake, stabs him, and um but I guess pretty much leaves leaves them both for, for dead. Jumps onto a boat with uh the body of Big Boss and uh with uh with Naomi and then takes off. When they make it out to the main part of the river, they're surrounded. They're surrounded by PMCs led by none other than Meryl Silverberg. And she's like, We got you surrounded, man. There's nothing you can do now. Might as well just give up, dude. And you know he, he does his little ha ha bullshit. <laughs> and doesn't pull out a gun, but pulls out his hand, and <laughs> I have to say this is one of the most ridiculous things ever, but at the same time, it's epic.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome, even if it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and he forms his hand into a gun like kids do sometimes, and he aims it at a helicopter and goes bang. And then the helicopters' uh, controls just stop working completely, and it crashes. And then another one crashes. And then he's he points toward all the soldiers, and they immediately can't do jack shit. They, they their guns stop working, and and nothing is working, including Merrill. And then he starts. You know, like people people are starting to fight each other a little bit. Then he gets his frog soldiers and has them start mowing down everybody while they're all helpless, shooting everybody. And um, the only person not affected by any of this shit is Johnny. Which begs the question: Why didn't Johnny shoot at him? Maybe his yeah. gun. Maybe his gun didn't work. Maybe maybe that's what. Like he 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 may not be able to disable Johnny, but he's able to dis- disable Johnny's gun.
1: Yeah, that was the first thing I thought. I'm like, well, all the guns are are messed up. What even though Johnny can run around.
0: Yeah. So um, people are getting shot left and right. Um, is it Joseph? I think is one of the uh the rat the rat patrol or rat squad. Um, and then the other one, they both actually get shot a good amount. Um. Uh, but um, the you know, like shit goes down. Snake shows up with with um with Eva. He's he's beat all to hell. She's she's stabbed through the stomach. He sees all this shit going down, and um, the we, we get the, 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 the sh- like a lot of sh- like everybody's pretty much annihilated. The uh, Merrill's boat. Explodes and tips over. Um, It's on fire. Johnny goes in after her. um, And the other two squad members fall off too. Uh, And then uh, Liquid is like, yep, this is the power. This is the guns of the Patriots right here. I can do whatever the hell I want right now. And he has control over it all. And he's laughing his ass off uh and during this time uh they pull up and uh snake is there on the boat with Merrill or the the boat that, that had Merrill on it they fell into the water uh, but snake's there along with Eva and they're like well I don't need uh I don't need Big Boss's body anymore you can give it to them and he throws it over they throw the vamp throws the uh Throws big boss's body over into the fire. And uh the body slowly burns up. At this time, Eva goes nuts and jumps into the fire <laughs> and just yeah. kind of stands there and screams. Um and then Snake's like, Son of a bitch, come in. <laughs> He's like, get back here, and he grabs her. Uh but unfortunately. It, yeah, then he gets burned in the face. And uh, unfortunately, she was too far gone, and uh, she passes away. So Eva is dead. Um. And um. Big Boss's body is burned to a crisp.
1: I like Johnny's little chance to shine.
0: This is true. I'm getting to that. So we see uh, Johnny pull Meryl to shore, I guess, or, or pulls her up on the dock. She's not breathing. And Johnny starts doing CPR. Well, he's got to take off his mask. He takes off his mask and it reveals a handsome, ruggedly handsome blonde man who looks an awful lot like one of the snakes. Uh, Yes,
1: Snake had his face camo on to look like younger Snake. But if he went another 15 years younger, this is probably about what he'd look like.
0: This is true. There's a reason for that. Um Which we'll get into in a... Well, I mean, it's not really a a big spoiler. Johnny is the last remaining genome soldier. We know this because of flashbacks and stuff like that. Uh, Johnny was originally on Shadow Moses Island as part of the Foxhound unit. uh, Or one of the soldiers for Foxhound. And if you remember correctly, uh, Liquid admitted to Snake that... All the soldiers that that Snake's been, quote-unquote, killing on Shadow Moses Island are really half their brothers. They all have Big Boss's DNA spliced into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was one of the reasons why he wanted Big Boss's body was to make sure that they could get perfect clones. Um, so Johnny is essentially Snake's half-brother, which is why he kind of looks like him. And, uh, but yeah, he does, um, he does CPR on her, brings her back, and, uh, she grabs him and kisses him. Oh, how sweet. And then Snake yells for Otacon to come, and Otacon shows up. But right before that, as, uh, as Liquid's, uh, boat is going off, he sends the Mark II on board and goes into stealth camo. And that's the end of act three. And then we go into the next act. Uh, But before that, we go into the mission briefing for it. And this is where we'll stop with the mission briefing, but there's a lot of information that comes out of the mission briefing. So now that I've said all that, let's go to the wiki. (laughs) Ah, Reaching Volta, Snake discovered that Liquid Ocelot had been waiting for them, having destroyed the boat carrying the Biomort, which was what was carrying um, Big Boss's body. After besting Snake in CQC and notifying his brother of his success, Liquid departed on board his own vessel, accompanied by Vamp and an apparently double-crossing Naomi. However, before Liquid could escape, he was surrounded by the U.S. Army, Led by Merrill and the Rat Patrol, Snake and Big Mama boarded the Rat Patrol's boat while Merrill ordered Liquid to surrender, his passage blocked by numerous gunboats that attacked choppers. Having already gained control of the SOP system via the Biomort's DNA and the reconstructed AIGW, which we'll get into later, Uh, Liquid disabled the weaponry and vehicles of the opposing forces, unable to fire their guns as well as being forced to experience effects similar to when Liquid attempted to hijack the SOP system in the Middle East. The American forces were left defenseless against the assault of Liquid's own frog soldiers, resulting in many casualties, including rat patrol. Following the massacre, Liquid has Vamp throw the Biomort aboard Snake's uh, boat which landed in flames big mama s- still badly injured leaped into the fire in a futile attempt to retrieve the body of big boss while snake attempted to pull her away liquid then shot the biomore in the head i forgot about that ensuring its destruction triggering a fiery explosion that caught snake ba- badly burning the left side of his face otacon operating the nomad managed to stow away Metal Gear Mark II, uh, on uh, Liquid's boat. Meanwhile, Johnny uh, was able to save Meryl from drowning, and the two embraced in a passionate kiss. Snake, however, was unable to save Big Mama, and she died soon afterwards. The Mark II was eventually discovered and destroyed by Vamp, though not before monitoring a conversation concerning Liquid's next destination. So, let's get into... What happens in the mission briefing? And this one is going to be kind of difficult for me to understand and convey. (laughs) So basically, Liquid has control of part of the SOP system. Liquid has control of the military part.
1: Well, not even just the military, right? I think they specifically say only small arms.
0: Yeah. Small, well, I mean, he can control, like, helicopters and shit, though. He can't control nuclear weapons. That's the big one. Uh, He has no ability to control nuclear weapons. Also, anything that wasn't implemented into the new SOP system, which took place after the big shell incident in 2008, anything like that is obsolete and cannot be used through the SOP system. So older stuff can't be used. And this is all in part to GW. If you remember correctly, GW was on board. Metal or Arsenal Gear was the name of it, which was in Metal Gear 2. Uh, both Snake and Otacon thought they had completely destroyed and disabled GW using the worm that Emma Emmerich had developed. Unfortunately, what actually happened was the worm divided the program of GW into multiple pieces rather than destroy it. And after many years, Liquid was able to put those pieces back together. And using the DNA of Big Boss, he was able to control GW. But that is not all of the SOP. SOP SOPs also ran by two other – or three other AIs. So there's four in all. Um, And one of them has an algorithm in it where if it is destroyed, it automatically defaults to GW.
1: Well, that's because there's one lead one in three slave cores basically, right? Yeah. So, J.D. is the lead one, and does that make G.W. second in line out of the other three?
0: I think so, because G.W. is next in line to basically take over if J.D. was destroyed. So, the next thing on his list, in order to take over the world, he needs to destroy J.D., so the, the other Patriot system that is the head of all the systems, if he can destroy it, it will automatically send over the algorithm and the control to GW, which he already controls. So he needs to find a way to destroy it. Well, he knows where JD is. Uh, JD is actually in a a rundown, abandoned... um satellite it's like a it's like a a, a communication satellite that was um kind of just it, it was dismantled and, and 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 abandoned uh but it's actually a secret housing place for JD he knows no one will look there. yeah no one will look there but he knows where it is and he needs to find a way to destroy it discreetly or not really discreetly but in a hurry Completely and completely, and the only way to really do that is by firing a nuclear weapon at it, blow it to smithereens with a nuke. Problem solved. He gets control of of GW and he gets control of the SOP system and controls the world. Uh, during this time, since he controls G, what, what go ahead.
1: I was going to say controls the world but to the end that he can then restart the patriots.
0: Yeah. He wants a new world order basically. Uh he, he wants to to create a new governing a world governing. I don't really know his motives completely. In fact, we don't really learn that until later, I don't think.
1: Yeah.
0: Um but he wants to take over. Uh, and, and currently, the, the world is kind of nuts right now, because since he controls all of small arms and and other types of weaponry like that, the world has actually went into a peace. Nobody can use their guns, and
1: the first peace the world has ever known.
0: Yeah, that's what Colonel Campbell says. He's like, yeah. this, this is this is the first peace the world has ever known, and uh, that's because Liquid controls it all. But we know his plan, and his plan is he needs to launch a nuclear weapon onto J.D., destroy it, so he can gain control of the entire SOP system.
1: But, true, how's he going to get that up there?
0: That, well, that's the thing. Since he can only control small arms with G- GW, he can't control nuclear weapons. So he can't just say bang and then shoot a nuclear weapon and destroy J.D. He's got to figure out a way to take over a nuclear device that has the ability to launch a nuclear warhead from any point on the Earth and strike any other point on the Earth. Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar to me. In fact, I think we've seen multiple ones of those before. They're called Metal Gears. But one in particular... Had that ability perfectly. Metal Gear Rex. Well, Otacon knows everything about Metal Gear Rex. Hell, he fucking developed it. And the whole reason why he wants Rex is because Rex was outfitted with a railgun. And this railgun was basically what gave Metal Gear Rex the ability to launch a nuke from any point on the Earth and let it hit any other place on the Earth. It was that powerful. Well, they never fully manufactured Metal Gears before. Like that, that was the thing. It didn't happen until 2006 when the Marines started developing Metal Gear Rays. But Metal Gear Rays didn't come with that railgun. Metal Gear Rays were essentially a, a failsafe. They were developed to destroy other Metal Gears. So they, they created a Metal Gear that was supposed to be able to kill other Metal Gears. That's what a Metal Gear Ray was. So while it was more powerful than a Rex, it didn't have the ability to launch a nuke. Now, where the hell is Liquid going to find a fucking Metal Gear Rex? They never mass produced them. They're nowhere to be seen. Well, there is one. And I think we all know where that is. It's been the same place it's been for the past nine years.
1: Somewhere on the outskirts of Alaska.
0: Yeah. In the, what was it, archipelago? I can't remember.
1: Yeah.
0: The Fox Archipelago? Yeah, the Fox Archipelago. Um, It's a small uh, nuclear test facility uh, that was abandoned back in 2005 uh, for good reason, too. And Snake's been there before. This little place called Shadow Moses Island. So that's right. We're going to end it there. But on the next episode, we're going back to fucking Shadow Moses Island.
1: That's full circle for you.
0: Fuck yes, it is. Oh, man. So when they got into this in 2008, when I first played this game... When they got into this, and I was like, "Are we really? Are we really doing this? Are we really going back to Shadow Moses Island? Am I going to see this?" I got fucking giddy because Metal Gear Solid—it's one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. It's one yeah. of the—it's it's the game that fucking shaped me as a gamer, along with like Final Fantasy VII and Resident Evil.
1: And this isn't wait fifteen years for a glimpse of what Final Fantasy 7 might look like on a next gen console.
0: Yeah, this is fucking Metal Gear Solid. Oh man, the next episode it's gonna be a treat. I can't wait. It's like I, I I'm excited. I haven't done it yet, but I'm so excited. It was it was one of those things where I was like, really, we're gonna do this shit. And the shit that you do on this island? Holy shit. I can't wait to talk about it. (laughs) So, yeah. That's where we're going to end it. Covered a lot of ground here. Crazy shit has happened. Revelations have happened. We have found out shit. And we're going to find out more shit. On top of that, we're going to see a lot of craziness. A lot of craziness in this next episode. Oh, man. Get excited. So, yeah. I got a bunch of emails. I'm going to read them off. So, let's start off with this email. This email comes from, um. all right. You're going to make me do it again. Okay. I apologize if I do not pronounce your name correctly. But I believe it's Dara. It may be Dara. Says, hey Drew, Thanks for keeping the show going strong. Started gaming on the Atari before kindergarten. So I know how hard it is to find time to game as life is a lot busier as we get older. So I appreciate the time you all set aside to join together and continue your podcast also wanted to mention that I enjoy the structure in which you narrate the games. It makes it a lot easier for me to envision scenes for games I know I will never have time to play. The contrast and personalities between you and Matt make the show really good as well. I had a question from Matt because I know he really likes the Resident Evil series. I was wondering if you ever got into the early Aminutia games. Haven't heard Aminutia uh, mentioned in uh, on the show in relation to Resident Evil and Dino Crisis playthroughs, or maybe I just missed it. This is a great show to listen to. Please keep it up. Thank you very much for that email. And Matt, what do you think of Aminusha? Uh,
1: I'm not sure if we did mention them at the time, but I have played every one of them, and I love all of them.
0: I uh, I would have to uh, second that. I, I, I take that, but I have not played the third one with Jean Reno in it.
1: That oh my god, that is so good. Is it is it really good? That third one is maybe the best one. I mean, I'd have to go back and and, and give give them a, a rethink. But that third one is good.
0: I remember that playing uh, Aminusha Warlords, the first one, like yep. crazy. Played that game nuts. I was like, because it was it was weird. It was supernatural in a way. Um, yep, so it, so it's kind of like a a samurai Resident Evil, and I was really into that it's one of the first i think it was one of the one of the first um uh ps2 games i bought i remember it was an early game i bought
1: yeah and, and the second one is sort of like that as well and the third one changes it on its head because obviously it, it's present day for part of it right it's they're fun that third one is real good the first one is real good um Second and fourth one, I honestly don't remember off the top of my head all that well, but uh, I have played through them and I, you know, I, I enjoyed all of them. For, for me, that's when Capcom was, you know, at its peak.
0: Oh yeah. You know,
1: end of the PS one, into the PS two, everything going right. Devil May Cry, Onimusha, oh, so good.
0: Man, what happened to Capcom? You know, they, they, I mean, don't get me wrong, they still have some decent stuff nowadays, but man. They were on fucking fire at the end of like the middle and end of PS One, and then even into PS Two days. Man, you Capcom and Konami were the two companies to beat. You know, back in back in like the, the the late PS One stuff, it was Capcom, Square Enix, or Square back then, and 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 fucking Konami. You couldn't beat those guys. You know, Konami released a fucking Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, one of the best fucking games ever made. Mm -hmm. You know, Metal Gear Solid, Resident Evil. I mean, these fucking games shaped me as a gamer. You know, you don't see that anymore. Konami is a joke nowadays. It's kind of sad, to be honest with you. Yeah. But anyway, we got more emails. (laughs) And thank you.
1: Finish that up, though. If you you haven't played the third one and you're ever interested, that, that would be a fun little quick romp down memory lane.
0: Hey, that could be a um, that could be a future episode for us. Yeah, I, I, I had totally skipped over the Omni. Um, um, is it Oni Musha? I think it's Oni Musha.
1: It's it's Oni. Yeah,
0: uh, Oni Musha. Uh, yeah, I, I totally forgot about those games until I just read that email. So yeah, I mean- it had been a while. So this one comes from Jamie. Um, as we all know, Jamie is playing through this series for the first time ever. It's always interesting to hear her comments on it. She says, <clears throat> "I'm going to do it again in in verbatim, in in my own type of voice."
1: In your own Jamie voice.
0: In my own Jamie voice. This is how this is how I imagine Jamie uh, saying <laughs> saying this stuff. <laughs> Hi, guys. Oh, she sounds a lot like Drew. I know. It's, oh man, that that just means she sounds awesome. Uh hi guys. Uh I've only just finished the last two acts last night, and I'm still a little upset. So I'll try not to sound really angry. <laughs> okay. Um these last two acts are real downers. Uh Snake is doomed to die because of his nanomachines. I uh he's not doomed to die because of his nano machines. He's doomed to die because that's how he was created. Um uh,
1: nan- aside, we didn't mention at Towards the end of Act 3, how much – or how bad Snake sounds. He's oh, yeah. Coughing. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, he's coughing up a lung. He can't do anything but cough up a lung. Yeah. So you're
0: right about that. He is sounding real bad. He's, he's sounding rough. Um, and, and on top of that, I, I totally forgot to mention, Naomi gave him a emergency syringe that allows him to suppress some of the nanomachines. So, anytime he's getting controlled by ocelot or or by liquid, he can pop a shot and it kind of it frees him a little bit so that 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 comes into play a little bit later all right um Jack is messed up and left Rose. Rose is married to Campbell yuck Naomi is a seductress preying on Otacon. It's just one thing after another. I mean, it was nice to see Eva again, and then, boom, she dies. Probably shouldn't have let the the 80-year-old woman drive the motorcycle, just saying.
1: That's true. She was terrible back then, and, well, I guess she's got a little better.
0: It it, it killed her. (laughs) Actually, multiple shit killed her, so we'll just put it that way. So I was expecting a cyborg ninja of some sort to show up. But then Ryden comes to save us. Close enough. Yay. Then I had a moment of alarm thinking maybe I'd have to play as him again. Oh, boy. Uh, but all is well. He kicks some cow ass. <laughs> and uh, those were some fun scenes. Even if he is wearing heels. Okay. With all due respect, I have to disagree with you, Drew. I do not think Johnny is even close to a good soldier. If he were a good soldier, then being the only one not affected by Liquid's shoot him up. He should have fucking shot Liquid. Well, that, that's what we kind of got into. I'm pretty sure Liquid disabled his gun, so he couldn't if he wanted to. Um,
1: if even Solid Snake can't take him down in a knife fight, I don't think Johnny has much of a chance.
0: This, is, this may be true. Then again, he is Liquid's brother. I don't know. Ah, ah, brother! <laughs> uh, okay. Um, stop fussing over Merrill and shoot the bad guy. It would have been totally unexpected since they think no one can shoot. Uh, then Johnny pulls this, look at me! I'm Hottie McHotterson, pulling off my mask and being the hero. Everything's all better because I'm ridiculously good looking. I think Jamie has a crush. <laughs> Uh, Meryl should, <laughs> Merrill should have slapped him in the face and yelled at him for not shooting Liquid or killing Liquid. Uh, that scene might take the cake for the cheesiest scene of the franchise. I'm not saying I didn't like it, though. I am a girl and sometimes we like cheesy. Lastly, what the fuck, Ocelot? I thought you were stronger than this. You used to be, you used to at least try to fight Liquid. You had better be lying in wait until the right moment when you can crush that son of a bitch. Okay, I'm done. This is long enough, and I didn't even get to talk about the boss fights. But really, these two small women can hug Snake to death? Oh, Kojima. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jamie. we, have, yeah, well, we, we, we this is
1: a ridiculously cheesy scene.
0: It It, it is very cheesy, but... I kind of like that reveal. You know, he took off that mask and he's like this this, this really hot snake <laughs> according to Jamie. Um, and we also have another email uh, from Jamie <laughs> again. <laughs> she said another one afterwards. It said, uh, since I don't have room in the email, I request that you guys discuss why Snake and company ju- didn't just kill Big Boss since they knew that Liquid wanted to use him as a weapon. Uh, did they have plans to use him? Also, how the hell was Liquid electrocuting Snake? Last I checked, he wasn't electrified. We explained the electrified thing, but that is a good question on why the hell didn't we just, you know, destroy Big Boss's body so that Liquid couldn't take over. That is a good question. I think partially that could be because Snake realizes that Big Boss wasn't a bad guy. Maybe we should protect him.
1: And I don't think Eva is in love with Snake. Obviously not the the partially decayed corpse that he is now. Yeah. But there's something there. They got
0: history. Yeah. On top of that... I'm pretty sure Campbell and Snake had a conversation in there in these past two acts talking about how I think bringing this up exactly and uh basically Campbell talks Snake into saying we should we shouldn't destroy the SOP because it can be used for good.
1: Yeah, and I mean it also might just be a matter of you think this is the only way in. Let's say you get rid of it. Let's say then liquid finds a different way in. Now you've lost your only way in. That's true. I mean you you might need to keep that in reserve just in case something happens.
0: Yeah. You always got to have a contingency plan. Contingency plan. Jeez, I can't even pronounce. So yeah, that is a good question. Um which I think will probably be brought up later on. Um, but thank you all for those emails, and I know I have another email. Like I said, it gets into spoiler territory for for the rest of the game pretty much, so I'm gonna save it till our last episode. For uh, yeah, two more weeks. I promise you, I will read your email. I, I've still got it saved. Um, but I just I don't want to spoil it for Jamie or anybody else is playing along with us um, because it's too good. The, the, these last two acts just they, they take the fucking cake, man. It, re, it really do. It It's crazy.
1: Really, the last three acts.
0: Yeah, this last act was pretty fucking great. Yeah. Like I I, mean, I, I really hated like fucking sneaking around with that guy, but but the ending. Made up for that tenfold. Holy crap!
1: And this game is going by a bit quicker than I remember.
0: Yeah, it is for me too.
1: I mean, I thought I remember all the acts being four hours, and I think they're all pretty much coming in at about three hours now.
0: Yeah. The um, but they they've m- most certainly scaled down the gameplay. I'll, I'll, yeah. put, I'll put it that way. Like you, you you will do probably about twenty minutes of gameplay, thirty minutes of watching a cutscene. It's just this is how it is.
1: I mean that that's the caveat though that you have to know that going into it. I mean oh, don't yeah. I mean you're you're playing a Metal Gear Solid game, so don't expect anything else.
0: Yeah. Well, this is where it really drove home. Like Metal Gear Solid two had some some, some relatively long cutscenes, but there was parts in that game where you played for like an hour and a half before you got another cutscene. You may have like a Kodak moment or something like that. A Kodak moment? not, not Kodak, Kodak. but um it is you know it's but but this definitely is the one where they like yes you this is basically a movie yeah so it's um but yeah it's we're getting there man it's 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 gonna be nuts i wonder how like how polarizing is gonna be to go back to peace walker after this but we'll see but yeah that's it for us i appreciate everybody listening Um, if you want to get in contact with us, send us more emails, I will definitely read them on the show. Uh, you can send me an email. It's drew at ZTGD.com. You can also follow us all on Twitter. I'm at DML fury. Matt is at R E M G S. And the, uh, the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix down. Uh, follow us there. I, I talk a lot every day, pretty much on Twitter and I'll talk to you about anything. So, you know, just, it, it gives me something to do while I work. So, um, but yeah, definitely follow us there. Um, if you'd like to leave us nine tunes for you, you can, I haven't looked lately to see if we have any, but if you, if you do send us one, I'll check it next week, guaranteed. And, uh, if it's there, I'll read it off on the show and we'd greatly appreciate it if you would. Um, but yeah, that's, um, that's pretty much it for us. Um, like I said, thank you all for listening. And, uh, We'll be back next week. And until then, I'm Drew. And I'm Matt. And we are out of here. Hope you guys have a great week. And we will be in the back next week when we return to Shadow Moses Island.